Hey guys, this is Kami. And this is Keith. Um, from the Monkey Zero uh, podcast. And today we're going to talk about um, the remake of The Witches and Ariana Grande's new album, Positions. Yep. Which we're really excited about. Yep. Um, so first we're going to talk about The Witches a little bit. Um, okay. There will be spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, um, you may want to skip over to um, the section about positions because um, you don't want to miss that. Um, so anyway, I'm going to kind of talk about um, compare it to the original movie um, that had Angelica Houston as the Grand High Witch. Um, this one, of course, uh, starred Anne Hathaway, um, who is really, really awesome. In my opinion, yes. she killed that role. Oh, my God. Yes, she did. Um so major differences, though, were um, in the original, we had, uh, it took place in England. And, of course, we had a um, English family. Um, uh, this time we had, um, it took place in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and was um, kind of back in the, what was it? 60s. The 60s. I think it was the 50s or the 60s. Yeah, yeah, it was in that time frame. Yeah, and it focused on a black family. Mm-hmm. And one thing I really liked is they didn't go for stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of went for something a little more realistic and enjoyable. Um, I really, really loved um, Octavia Spencer mm-hmm. um, as the grandmother. She, t- to me, she was much more realistic kind of grandmother than the one in the original because the one in the original was very coddling and um and sweet and everything and octavia's version she was a little bit more you know real she was strict when she needed to be laid down the law right but she still you know told the stories and stuff that needed to be told so i really enjoyed that mm-hmm. um and i enjoyed the uh the little boy as well i think he did a good job um, his name escapes me at the moment. Um, <laughs> me too. <laughs> but uh, that was one of the big differences there. Um, and of course, the uh, background story to, um, you know, what led to them actually going to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, in the original, they just, uh, grandmother got sick and they just needed a vacation. Um, whereas in this case, they were running away from the witches. Um, mm-hmm. That was kind of their escape. Right. And uh, I remember thinking it was really funny that, again, going back to the time period that we were in, um, when they arrive at the hotel and the um, the bellhop mm-hmm. is totally thrown off by the fact that she is there as a guest mm-hmm. and, um, you know, that she has money. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just he was totally thrown off. And um, it just kind of reminds you of what the time period was. Right. Uh, most of the rest of it kind of played out the same, more or less. Um, in the original, he had two mice instead of one, and he named them Will- William and Mary. Okay. Um, in this case, it was just one, but it really didn't make a big difference. I liked what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact, too, that she was also originally a child. Um, she wasn't just a mouse. Right. In the original, they were just mice. They weren't, you know, really related to the plot. Um, right. The way they were this time. Right. Um, Anne Hathaway as the Grand High Witch, though, she was so 
fierce and intimidating. And, you know, it kind of starts with the fact that um, all the witches have, they call it a Glasgow smile. Mm -hmm. Um, But the scars uh, or what looks like scars going up from the corners of the mouth, it gave, uh, gave all of them a much more, you know, creepy look. And especially with her and, um, you know, in the original, the Grand High Witch, of course, was very, very ugly. Mm-hmm. With this huge beak of a nose. Yeah. Um, you know, a hunchback. Mm-hmm. She, she was very grotesque. Yes. And Anne's version, while there were some features that were more, you know, on the grotesque side, mm-hmm. overall, she was still able to keep a little bit of that elegance that kind of made it seem like, okay, she's still, you know, above all the other regular witches. Right. I really enjoyed that. And I kind of liked the way that her mouth worked because it reminded me of one of my favorite Mortal Kombat characters, Melina, right. with the, you know, big mouth full of sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just very theatrical. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed that. It was kind of a different take where Angelica Houston, she did a great job, but she wasn't as theatrical she seemed a little bit more um, like a uh, a dictator type. Yeah. Um, where I, I I just enjoyed Anne's version. And then, of course, um, you know, most of the rest of the movie kind of plays the same as the old. And then we get to the end. And a lot of times you can really screw up an ending by messing around with it. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I like what they did. In the original, they had where all the witches were turning into mice, um, including the Grand High Witch. Mm-hmm. And then um, the grandmother puts her under a glass jar, tells the um, the manager of the hotel, oh, that one's over there. And he kills her. Right. Um, in this case, all the other witches were turning into mice, but the Grand High Witch saw that something was going on and didn't have the soup. Mm-hmm. So we got to see a showdown between her and the grandmother. And even though they didn't like fight or anything, there was that intense um, verbal sparring that they did mm-hmm. in the Grand High Witch's hotel room. And I liked that because the grandmother, again, she showed no fear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was just like, we're going to get you. There's nothing you can do about it, lady. Get right. over it. Right. And then, of course, the, you know, trio of mice, the two little boys and um, the little girl, um, you know, enacted their plan mm-hmm. and were able to basically um, end up with the Grand High Witch, ending up under a glass jar. But now she was at the mercy of her cat. Mm-hmm. She had been she had been mistreating throughout the movie. So the cat was not happy. No. (laughs) Um, And then uh, in the original, they had where the little boy turned back into a little boy. Mm -hmm. Um, In this case, they stayed mice, Mm -hmm. which I kind of liked because it seemed a little bit more, um, you know, like, yeah, just because the witches died doesn't mean their potions just magically stopped. Right. Um, But anyway, I thought this was a really well done remake. Um, anybody that has HBO Max needs to take the time to watch it. Um, if you're a fan of the original, just go into it with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, enjoy the differences, enjoy the performances um, and changes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And if you've never seen the original, you might want to go watch it after you see this, just out right. of curiosity. Right. Um, I don't know how Roald Dahl, the author of the book, would have felt about it because I know he was kind of eh about um, the Willy Wonka movie. Right. Um, so I don't know. But I feel like it was done really well. And I know we had a really good time watching it. I will say I I I um I want to preface before I say anything is that you know this is a different version of it it's not an exact copy so um you know like you said you know when when you do watch this you know if you have seen the original remember that this is not going to be an exact shot for shot remake of the one that Angelica Houston did and you know I haven't seen the remake yet but I want to see it so badly now that I've seen the original um, or the new one. And I, I definitely will agree with him that I, I do like that movie um, as a whole. If you haven't seen the movie before you, I think it'll be a good little family friendly movie for kids and, you know, adults can enjoy it too. Um, Kami knows how much I love Anne Hathaway from day one. So, you know, when I heard that she was in it, I was like, I don't care what it is. Put me up, sign me up. I will watch it and I will sit through it, even if it's bad, just because she's in it. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's a good uh, family-friendly Halloweeny movie, not too scary. Um, the only thing thing that I was kind of like eh, about was uh, the as as Kami said, the Glasgow smile. Um, I wasn't thrilled at that. To me, it looked a little bit too much like Heath Ledger's Joker with the scars. I know that's supposed to be her mask on her face. And so she doesn't look, you know, it's part of the whole, It's she's supposed to look more human. I get that, but it just looked a little too, uh, like, copied. But that's just me as a bystander because I love Heath Ledger's Joker. But aside from that, it, the entire movie as a whole is great. And it's really funny. And it's really cute. And um, one thing also I don't think Kami forgot to mention was that the little girl who was the mouse was played by Kristen Chenoweth, which she sold that role as being a girl mouse. And she's just so funny. And uh, I, I loved her little banter with the rest of the mic and the grandmother. And um said it very well. It's a great movie. Um, very well done for its time. And you know, also Stanley Tucci playing the manager, which was cool. I thought that was a cool little like banter because that was a mini Devil Wars Prada reunion uh, between Anne Hathaway and Stanley Tucci because they were both in that movie. So that was a cool little um, tidbit. And they did talk on set on behind the scenes about, you know, meeting up after so many years um, after that movie was made. So it's just cool to see that. And um, yeah, it, it's a cool little cute cute uh family friendly film but definitely has a interesting story and uh who knows what will what they'll find out next or what they'll redo next um as far as that so yeah it was it definitely hit on all the perfect nostalgia points um it had a great balance between um you know changing and staying true to the original Right, and I can't believe I forgot to mention Kristen Chen- Kristen Chenoweth. She was <laughs> she was hilarious as that female mouse. Yes, she was. That was an excellent decision on their part. Oh my gosh! Was, yeah, so the good. the three little mice children. I love that they had more to do, mm-hmm. and that they were definitely clever. Um, I, I really liked the the little trio there. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
So it was good. Well, I would say that one was a success. Yes, that one was. I, I I went into that not knowing the whole story. You know, I had to have you explain it to me because you know I didn't grow up on the Angelica Houston one, so I I can't and I didn't read the book, so I don't know how that started. But um, I, I definitely was like, all right, this should be a good Halloweeny movie, and uh, I was right. I I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was very. In a way, it seemed original for its time, even though it was a remake of sorts. Um, But I I definitely think that, you know, like I said, you know, going into it, if you've never seen the movie before, it doesn't mean you're not going to like it. Um, It's it's different, but it's good. It it definitely touches on a lot of like heartfelt moments, but got a little bit of creepiness, but got a lot of animated funny you know spots so yeah I, I think you'll you and kids or family members would enjoy it as a family-friendly film so I agree yep. so yeah I'd say it was a, a success Definitely. and speaking of successes yes. um I believe Miss Ariana Grande just put out another one if you want to go and talk about that of course yes she um well, to start it out, she put out her sixth record, Positions, on October 30th, um, which was a total, like, no one had any idea that she was going to put out a record this year. Um, you know, with COVID happening, not a lot of people can go to the studio, and not a lot of people can go out and make music videos, and, you know, it's a lot harder to be in the music industry or in the film industry uh, to make stuff like this, so... Um, so I was I was shocked because, you know, the only collaborations Ariana has done this year is with uh, Justin Bieber, Stuck With You, which was more of a slower, kind of moodier jam. And then uh, Rain On Me with Gaga, which was so good. And uh, mm-hmm. I just love that song so much. So when I heard Ariana was putting out a record, I was shocked because I had I, I was thinking she'd wait until next year to put out a record and start out 2021 with a good positive vibe. But I feel like she needed to put out an effort to um, um, save 2020 in quotations um, or at least help out the industry to make, make people realize that everything's going to be okay at the end of the day. Um, But yeah, I remember I had uh, saw that um, there was talk about it maybe two, three weeks ago. Um, She had put on her website, just uh, positions the title and, the date for the single and the date for the album. Little did we know that that was the date for the album. And so we, um, I remember a couple of days later, she posted the cover art for the single. And then at midnight on Thursday, um, she put out the song and the video and it was so good. The video was very um, presidential vibes. Like she's in a, she's in the white house as the president Um and, uh, you know, she's just doing everyday things. She's walking her dog. She's right. And, you know, she's signing papers and she's taking pictures and walking with the committee and, you know, just doing her thing and looking gorgeous as always. And she was giving me a couple in a couple shots of Jackie O and uh, very, you know, presidential 1950s vibes you know with the old style with the look and everything so it was very throwback um it was giving me when i first saw the video was like yours truly vibes which is her first record uh very yours truly my everything vibes with the look uh very throwback very uh retro um and i loved it i loved the song so much that i streamed it for like a week until the album came out i loved it so much and uh 
and then literally a week later to the day she put out positions and I was I was shocked because you know not a lot of people are doing typical album rollout this year but I just didn't expect it to be a week um that short of a time there's another artist this year we won't get into that but uh, another artist that did a really quick rollout so I was not that shocked about it but um yeah, so I was very happy with it. I listened to all the tracks on the record probably about four or five times now. Um, I've let it simmer and I've let it digest and enjoy it. And it's a good album. It's very moody. It's more slower than her other stuff. Um, it's very, um, like I said, R&B. Um, there's still a bit of electro vibes in there, but more R&B uh, pop stuff. Um uh, and I love it. I, 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 every song on the record has a different message and it just speaks to me. And she talks about, you know, her new boyfriend and she talks about, you know, life being in the celebrity life and, you know, just wanting to be there and enjoy herself and make music and just be with her boyfriend and just have fun. And to me, that's what I feel like as an artist, you should be making music, not because, you know, you have to for a label, you know, I know you have to pay your dues at some point, but I feel like this record was kind of her saying, you know, I can do what I want and I don't have to answer to anybody and I can just make an album. And that's exactly what she did. And I thought it was so well done. Um, it came with two uh, or all well, three different covers of the record which was cool because everybody's been kind of doing that with albums this year of different covers and different uh booklets and different stuff like that so that'll be cool to open those and see the different uh pictures that she's done for it and um yeah I, as a whole it is a great record it definitely I, in a way that i know this sounds so silly but you know i think it saved 2020 at least october to get us through what was going to be coming of these next few weeks um i definitely think that you know it changed how i look at ariana as an artist and it just shows that you know she can put out anything and it wouldn't matter what she did it, it will she'll make it her own and it will in my opinion be a good album um and you know i'm i'm not probably not the right person to ask because i'm biased but i loved Ariana as a whole and how she, you know, just made an album for her. She didn't, like I said, she didn't have to make an album for her label. She wanted to, she wanted to continue making music for her. And that's exactly what she did. And I'm so proud of her for doing her own thing. And she's so smart. And, um, and another big thing is that it shot up to the charts of number one for two weeks so far, which is really big for her because she hasn't done that since thank you next. So that was a big deal for her. And, people are loving it and, you know, jamming out to it in their cars. And I, I love it. I've listened to it in my car like two or three times now. So I I'm, I'm obsessed. Um, so I have to ask your opinion too, Kami. What, what was your first impression about the album when you first heard it? I enjoyed it. Um, I especially enjoyed the title track. Um, uh, I like the, the message. Um, I really liked the music video mm -hmm. and, um, even though it was political, it wasn't political. Right. Um, it did not give any particular political views. No. It actually was based more around the fact of her being in the office and doing so many different roles. Right. And, um, you know, some of the outfits, like you said, were the Jackie O kind mm -hmm. of look. And just, just showing that, you know, she could take on so many different things. 
Um, and they just they just displayed it by doing different roles that somebody would do in the White House. Right. Um, you know, she had the fun kind of cocky one where she was in the yeah. kitchen. And um, I really enjoyed seeing that one because you could tell she was just having fun. Especially with when she had the wine and she drunk that at the end and she's just raising her hand in the air. And I'm just like, that's pure Ariana form right yes there. yes she was, that was all ariana on her and she's like i'm gonna drink a bottle of wine and i can't because i'm ariana grande and i was like yep yes so it was it was the perfect type of political video in yes my where it doesn't it doesn't shove the the opinions down people's oh, yeah. throats um and it displayed the message of the song really yeah. well because um you know it was kind of a female empowerment thing that women are able to do all these different things and hold all these different right. roles. Um, and, and I like yeah. that. And um, as a whole, I enjoyed the the album. Um, it was a little bit more R&B, mm-hmm. which I'm more into rock mm-hmm. and pop, um, but it was still enjoyable to listen mm-hmm. to. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of them that I would playlist, but as Keith knows, I'm kind of picky yeah, about my you playlist. Are. <laughs> so we're not. No, no, that. but but it was an enjoyable listen. Um, I definitely look forward to um, whatever she chooses to do for her next music videos. I can't wait to see what oh, yeah. she what she does oh, for yeah. those. I'm excited because um, she she always has fun music videos. She, yeah. they're you know they're they're fun. They're they're an event. They're almost. cool to watch. Yes, and exactly. I feel like with her, you know, she's kind of getting up with the stars, the bigger stars, you know, like Gaga and Miley, and they're all they, they put out events. They don't just put out music videos. Like it's it's an experience, and I don't expect anything less from her now because she lately with her even with her last record, you know, she, it's it's an it's an event. Like they don't just sit there and put out you know a song to sing to and and then basically do that and dance throughout the whole video, which is fine, but. You know, I think that, you know, when they put out a video, it's an event. I think one thing that really broke that mold was, um, was thank you next. And that was such a vibe for its time because, you know, it had an intro and, you know, it focused on like four or five different, um, movies from the nineties, which I thought was cool. So I feel like, you know, with positions, it was kind of like, you know, she's eh, no pun intended, you know, she's showing different positions of her in the house, you know, in the bedroom, in the in the kitchen and you know taking care of the white house and you know taking care of her people and the cabinet and all that so it just it just showed um you know how versatile she can be but i will agree with you that it wasn't too political to where it was shoving down your throat of how she felt it was more i see it more as a story that she was telling with the song in the sense of with the video um she just she wanted to prove, like you said, you know, the women empowerment, um, she can do anything. And she wanted to show that in a way that's more serious in a political stance, but not a political made view viewing video. It was more about, you know, she's in the White House, but it's not about that. It's more about what she can do, not about where she's at. Right. It was like, that's just the setting, just right. the background. It you could watch that video and still at the end of it, have no idea what her political exactly. opinions are, which I think is a good yes. way to do it. And I agree. It, it was like, it was telling a story, which I think is what a lot of the music videos from the artists mm-hmm. you mentioned um, are going towards. And that's why they are an event and an experience because they don't just have them dancing around. They're telling right. a story and, you know, it's fun to, 
to watch that story right. unfold. And it may not be an obvious story at first. You may have to sit there and watch it a few times. Um, but that's mm-hmm. part of the fun is figuring out, okay, what kind of story are they exactly. telling here? That's why I think, you know, um, in the future of music videos, I think, you know, cause I mean, the, uh, she did do a typical dance around and sing along video with Gaga, but that was like on another planet. And it was like, they were kind of telling each other stories solo and then came together for like an anthem to, to, you know, to do that. Cause honestly, if you read the lyrics of rain on me, it's literally saying, you know, um, rain on me, meaning, you know, I, um, I'd rather be dry, but at least I'm still alive rain on me. Meaning like, that sounds so sad because she you knows she's basically saying, you know, I would rather not have to deal with this, but I'm still alive. So I'm going to deal with it. And that's still enough of a statement to hold it through, but let alone, you know, you've got Ariana doing her own thing with, um, other music videos and just it's telling a story and it makes sense and it doesn't have to be all about the dancing around and singing and having a moment. It's, you know, she can make it, she can make you think and it not be too out there, but not make you have to think like, Oh, well, was this too much or should she have not made this song or this video or for whatever reason. So I definitely think it's a, a smart way for, people in the music industry to like tell stories with their music videos, especially, you know, with Miley's new video with uh, Midnight Sky, you know, each setup in the video was, you know, she was singing and performing, but each uh, setting had a reason of why she was doing that. And, you know, for one example for that is, you know, there's this part where she's laying in a bunch of bubble gum and that's her saying, I don't want to sing bubble gum pop anymore. And that was kind of her trying to say like, okay, well, this is what I used to do, but I want to do this. And it kind of showed her back in the mirrors and performing the song and just kind of saying like, you know, this is what I used to do, but this is what I want to do. And to me, it's like, you know, that's sending a message without blatantly saying, this is, this is me, not this. And, you know, with Ariana, she knows how to um, make a video and it not be too much like with positions, I definitely think that, you know, it just showed how well, you know, she is able to be in many positions and it not be about the setting and it just be about what she can do at the end of the day. I yeah. definitely agree. She's, she's a, she's a powerful woman. Oh, yeah. in her own right. And she has every right to do what she needs and... to do or wants to do. So. Oh yeah. So I think it was, I definitely think it was a oh, successful yeah. album and I think the video was a success. I can't wait to see I'm what excited. she does with it. Uh, and you know, not not to um, steer away from positions because it's a good album, but she's already talking about her next record because she had said in an interview that she wants to do what she did with the last tour, which was the Sweetener and the Thank You Next tour. She wants to put out another record to go on tour with, um, which it makes sense. But I'm, I'm like, at least enjoy the positions era and, and like soak it all in before we start talking about another record, you know, like I enjoy... I always want to hear the newest thing. I, I mean, I hate to say that and I'm guilty of saying that, but, um, but you know, it's like, enjoy this record. It's only been out for like a week or two weeks. So it's like, enjoy it and revel in it. And then we can talk about next year doing another record. So. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I think great album. I love it so much. I cannot wait for the music videos. I can't wait for the future of RE's music. I cannot wait for 
what's next for this year. So. Yep. And there's still some good albums um, that were just released yeah. or coming up. Um, so there's a lot going on this year. That's been yeah. on the positive side, considering all of the crap going yep, on in I the agree. world. So, and I'm sure we'll have podcasts about at least one or two of those um, releases before oh, the end of the year. Um, so anyway, be looking out for that and we will be putting out some more updates to the website itself soon. Yep. So thank you guys for thank listening you. and we will catch all right, y'all next time. One. All right. Bye. All righty. Bye-bye.